We'd like to thank Noda by M&T Bank for their generous support of this podcast. To learn more, visit TrustNoda.com. Terms and conditions may apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Tight Network. This is Jared Korea, and I'm the host of this episode, which is being recorded from the ABA Tech Show 2021 virtual version. I'm just sitting in my house. Guess who else is sitting in my house? I have with me my friend Bob Ambrosi from Lost Sites. Hello, Bob. How are you? Here, here we are sitting on the virtual floor of the ABA Tech <laughs> right. Show. It's much cleaner than the actual floor of ABA Tech Show, so this is great. It is, but they could have given us a chair, a virtual chair. chair would have been nice. It's starting to get uncomfortable. Bob, you're an old hand at podcast, but welcome back to the show. Usually you're hosting these things, right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I'd rather be on. I, I like being on your side of the mic better than the other. Than my I won't make it too difficult for you. I promise. No, no trick questions. questions. Not for you. All softballs. So before we get started, let's do the thing where you tell people about yourself. Where do you work? What do you do? I know, but does the audience know? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, I am a. Uh, I am uh, here in Massachusetts, not too yes. far from you. I uh, write a blog called Law Sites, where I cover uh, legal tech and innovation. Uh, I also have a podcast called Law Next, where I cover legal tech and innovation. <laughs> uh, I have a weekly, uh, we do a weekly now, a little legal tech, uh, legal tech week roundtable podcast show, whatever, every Friday afternoon at three o'clock Eastern with a whole panel of bloggers and tech journalists where we talk about the week's news and that's available as a podcast as well. And uh, I do various other things, and I actually practice law a little bit. I feel like I those time. are only the highlights. Like, you got so much stuff going on. And what I would tell people is check out everything you can find from Bob. He's great. He's always breaking news, always talking about interesting stuff. And despite the fact that we live probably like 10 miles from each other, I haven't actually seen you in a year. So hopefully that's about to change soon. I know. I, um, I, know. I haven't seen anybody. No, well, well, thanks for joining us today. Today we're going to talk about the 2021 ABA Startup Alley pitch competition. So for those not in the know, can you tell folks what the ABA Startup Alley pitch competition even is and how long has it been around? Yeah, well, this is the fifth time we've done this. This will be the fifth annual Startup Alley. And uh, the idea really was to uh, feature, I think the first year we did it, I think there was a feeling by some of the people at Tech Show that, that they you know, there's a lot of activity going on in the startup space in the legal technology world, but the exhibitors at Tech Show tended to be the more established companies that actually had budgets to exhibit <laughs> right. and, and that sort of a thing. And so they wanted to create a way for up-and-coming startups to be able to be featured at Tech Show. So the way we've done it in the past, in, in back when this was a bricks-and-mortar mm. event, and hopefully it'll again be a bricks-and-mortar event Next at some year, point, call now. is to run a competition. And, and we did it. The first year we did it in, in collaboration with Above the Law. Mm -hmm. they, they have not been part of it since that first year. But we ran uh, a competition. We Companies could nominate themselves to be part of this process. Uh, and um, we had this panel of judges that kind of picked finalist companies. And then we posted the finalists up on uh, a number of blogs, on my blog, on the ABA Tech Show yep. blog, uh, and some other locations so that readers could vote for their favorite companies. And out of all that, uh, we, we picked 15 companies. And uh, again, in the in the kind of the virtual, in the, in the bricks and mortar world, these companies would get 
exhibit space in the exhibit hall yeah. at Tech Show uh, as part of this little startup alley where they'd be featured uh, in the center of Tech Show. And also they would participate in a pitch competition, which was generally uh, in the past the night before Tech Show started, a live pitch competition in front yep. of an audience where the audience would vote for the winner. So, And you still had the pitch competition this year, if I, if I am correct about that. But then... How did yeah? So we did the pitch competition as the opening. Yeah, as the opening event of Tech Show this year. That's we pretty cool. It, we did it virtual this year. How did you accommodate the exhibit booth qualifier this year? Like, did people get a meeting room in Zoom or something, or was how did that? How did you work that out? You see, you said there weren't going to be any hard questions. Is and, this a hard uh, question? This is, a, this is a hard question. Right. I have no idea what. I All haven't right. actually been to the exhibit hall at Tech Show uh, yet this year, but they are. I think they are getting uh, <laughs> the same kind of exhibit space that anybody else uh, is is getting. They are given whatever exhibitor space others are getting on the Tech Show uh, oh, there platform you go. this year. That's but the I answer. haven't actually checked it out. I, was, I haven't actually checked that out. I was very close to hitting my bucket list of stumping you, but. You'll yeah. have to wait for I mean, another All year. I really did was monitor. <laughs> my, my main job was to run run the competition for who gets in there and then run the pitch competition that took place uh, on Monday. So are you actually one of the judges or are you just moderating the pitch competition at this point? Well, the I was one of the judges who picked the initial finalists who got to go mm. into this. But the pitch competition was put out to a vote of the audience. So... Uh, the the tech show audience. That's cool. uh, we ran for an hour and a half on Monday. The tech show audience got to watch these these uh, presentations. Each company presented a two and a half minute video, pre recorded video, uh, which we required this year. I mean, usually they would present live, but do it live, right? This yeah. year we wanted a video so that we can keep the timing down. Uh, and they, but sense. they also got to give a little. 30-second live pitch or introduction of their video beforehand. So basically, each company got three minutes. Uh, not a lot of time to present a product, but, uh, you know, that's how pitch competitions go sometimes. And then That's how it goes, yeah. At the end of it, we just put up, uh, there was electronic voting, and uh, the ones that got the most votes won. Pretty, pretty straightforward. So let me ask you this. Like, you've been involved in this for all five years, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you keep coming back to do Startup Alley? I love the opportunity to feature some of these up and coming startups. Um, you know, just to give them uh, give them that opportunity to to be seen and uh, give them some traction. I mean, it's great traction for a startup because you know the tech show audience is is not just. I mean, it's a, it's a great audience of of legal professionals, but it's also an audience of journalists and bloggers totally. and influencers yeah. and investors and others. So uh, it, it's just a great opportunity. Yeah. Right, it's a pretty broad group. It's not just like a lawyer's yeah. conference for only lawyers there. That makes a ton of sense. And I know you spotlight companies all the time, including startups, so it makes sense. So uh, the winner this year was Freelance for Law. Um, founder of that company was Brian Bedard. Um, what did you think was compelling about their pitch? Why do you think they won? You know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, they are, you know, in a sense, not even really a, a, a tech, well, that's not true. They're a tech company, but uh, they're tackling this problem uh, of uh, smaller firms needing flexible staffing help. Uh, so more like a marketplace, more, you know, like Law Clerk is another one that's out there right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you've, you've got a practice and, uh, suddenly you get a surge in business. You don't want to hire an associate or something because you don't, you're not sure it's going to be a long term or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they they tackle that by providing, uh, 
freelance, uh, make giving access to short or long-term freelance legal help. One, one thing they do that's also interesting is that they also combine that with providing basically a, a simple practice management program for free. So any, any lawyers who are using their program yeah. get a, a, a fairly rudimentary, I think, practice management program on which they can manage their practices. So whether you're the lawyer looking for help or you are a lawyer you know, looking to offer your services to others on a freelance basis, uh, it's, a, it's a nice platform and it's a nice way to get help or get, get work. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting angle, and I'm seeing that more and more where you've got a marketplace with kind of like an attached software tool that you just get as part of the service, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, well Zyra is another one out there right, right now that's doing right. that, a couple of others. Uh, I, I think it, it is a sign of the times that this, these kinds of freelance tools are, are doing better. I mean, they, this idea has been around for a while, but, uh, you know, it's, it's so many lawyers – you know, both need the work or need to hire the work, mm -hmm. but but just don't aren't able to make the commitment to something more permanent or more full time. Yeah, totally. Like it's a good space for these companies to come out right now, which is probably why there are so many of them. Um, I got one last question for you. Five years of Startup Alley. How intimidating was this year's judging panel on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> the judging panel. <laughs> well, uh, you know, people didn't know who they were in front of. Yeah, usually this is in front of a live room. Right. Know? So is that worse uh, or better, do you think, for people? <laughs> well, again, they had, the re they had their videos recorded, so maybe it made it a little bit... Uh, made it a little bit I feel like better. it might be almost yeah. worse. You're like watching yourself speak. You can't change anything. You know, it's out there. That, that must be nerve wracking. I think it's yeah. almost better to like yeah. actually get up there and do the presentation. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's really, it's a great... Uh, Opportunity, and I was trying. I'm actually sitting here as we've been talking, trying to find. I haven't been able to find, but uh, I, I did a I did an article one year, and kind of whatever happened to the first year tech show startup alley people, and and, and almost all of them were were went on to quite a bit of success. I mean, there were companies like Paladin, uh, right? Uh, Trustbooks. I mean, just a, a whole bunch of. Uh, Companies that came, Alt Legal came out of this. Any number right, of companies right, right. came out. Well, that, of this that's how it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a springboard for people, you know. That's awesome. Well, I think this is a great thing that you do, among many other great things that you do. And uh, we have reached the end of this. That's it. On the that's road it. podcast. That's, that's all. Do you want to talk about anything else? I mean, we could talk yeah, later offline. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll, we'll get a beer sometime. We'll we'll talk later. We'll talk about the good stuff offline. Um, right. As I said, end of this uh, on the road podcast. I want to thank our guests today for joining us. That was Bob Ambrogi from Lost Sites and many other things. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.